There's a war on for the soul of America, an ideological, political, and spiritual war. Will America abandon her place as a last beacon of hope in an ever-darkening world? Or will she rise again and lead the world into a new era of freedom and prosperity? I am your host, Phil Hotzenpeller, and this is American Faith Battleground. With all the current issues on our agenda, we tend to forget that we are in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution, which accelerates global change in much more comprehensive and faster ways than the previous three revolutions. And you see, the difference of this fourth industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, uh, just as an example. It's you who are changed, and of course this has a big impact on your identity. We need to realize that humans are now hackable animals. You can hack them. A good two-way communication system, direct communication system, between brains and computers, this is kind of a, the, the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. Well, I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored. That we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. I think that the big process that's happening right now in the world is uh, hacking human beings, the ability to hack humans, to understand deeply what's happening within you, what, what, makes, you, what, what, what makes you go. And for that, the most important data is not what you read and who you meet and what you buy, it's what's happening inside your body. All right, Thrive Nation, on today's edition of the Thrive Time Show, I am joined here with Pastor Phil Hotzenpiller, and I have seven questions I'm going to ask him on today's show. He does not know what questions I'm going to ask him, uh, which makes it fair for me, unfair for him. Uh, but Pastor Phil, before I interrogate you about the Bible, uh, with questions that you've not been prepared for, I want to ask you, how long have you been a, a pastor, sir? Oh, man, about 40 years. 40 years. And how uh, uh, would you describe the relationship that you have with the Bible? Well, you know, I think, um, first of all, it's, it's like food and it's like, uh, yeah, like nourishment to me. So it, it's a daily, uh, and then it's an, a daily feed, but it's, it's nourishment. It strengthens me, guides me, gives me wisdom. And I think it's also progressive in its revelation. So as I, things that I, I knew that kind of wowed me early, God just builds on those and brings greater depth to all that scripture, because the Bible says it is living. It is a living word of God. And what does that mean? That means that you don't master it by reading it or even memorizing it, because it is daily revelation, daily feeding from God. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to play 
uh, the most relevant uh, current events that are affecting the lives of everybody right now uh, and, and to a, I have a sound clip I put together, a video montage. I'm going to play it. And what I'm going to do is I'll just pause after incremental drops of this. But about 10 days ago, uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, he got up there at the, uh, the, the World Economic Forum. They get together. They have these meetings where they discuss the, the future of our lives, the lives of humanity. And Klaus Schwab isn't elected, yet he got up there and had a discussion. And the discussion we can all find, if we go to YouTube right now, I'm pulling it up right now. If we go to YouTube, the, the clip we can find, it's called, right here, it's, you can pull it up, it's called, Our World Today, Why Governments Must Act Now. This is from the World Government Summit. This was uh, went live on March 29th of 2022. So let me hit play here. This is March 29th, 2022. Here we go. With all the current issues on our agenda, we tend to forget that we are in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution, which accelerates global change in much more comprehensive and faster ways than the previous three revolutions. Everybody who doesn't understand what that means, every, anytime you hear the fourth industrial revolution, you could also hear the Great Reset. Uh, you could also hear COVID-19. Again, COVID-19 uh, means the Great Reset. The Great Reset means the fourth industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution means the fourth Reich. COVID-19 stands for Certificate of Vaccination IDAI. So he's saying we are now implementing the fourth industrial revolution. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who are changed. And of course, this has a big impact on your identity. Okay, let's stop right there. He just said we are entering into the fourth industrial revolution. Then he said the fourth industrial revolution doesn't change so much what you do for a living. It changes you if you take the gene editing. That's what he said. So from a Christian biblical perspective, you know, I'm uh, attending church. I'm uh, taking my kids to soccer games. I'm running a business. I'm living my life. How should people be processing what they just heard from a biblical perspective, sir? Well, the first thing I want to point out is he's totally uneducated because there was only one industrial revolution. And those countries that are classified into that um, basically benefited from the that work that happened between 18, basically 1820, moving up, up in, through about 1940. So I think, first of all, we need to recognize he's uneducated. Uh, secondly, uh, the idea that he wants to destroy the image of God and create a new image makes him a false god and makes him one that is evil. The Bible says, woe be unto those who call evil good and good evil. And this is exactly what's happening here. He, he's basically positioned himself as God. And the Bible says that when we, when we depart from God, uh, we, we go through a de-evolution. And God gives us up to what's called a base mind. And what does that mean? That means logic leaves the room. Fear of God leaves the room. And that's exactly what we see in Klaus Schwab. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the next sound clip again. Uh, you, you said evil. Is that an accurate uh, statement, sir? You, you said you described Klaus Schwab as evil. Exactly. Uh -huh. Okay, hit and play. Here we go. We need to realize that humans are now hackable animals. Now, someone says, who, who's this guy? Well, this guy is Yuval Noah Harari. 
This is the lead advisor for Klaus Schwab, the man they call the prophet. Barack Obama calls him the prophet. Uh, the New York Times, uh, the Stanford, Harvard, they all call him the prophet. He's uh, the man who's advocated for uh, Silicon Valley, creating their own new religion, which he calls dataism. His name is Yuval Noah Harari. Yuval means descendant of Cain. Harari means mountain. Yuval Noah Harari. He rejects the God of his fathers. He's from Israel. He writes in Hebrew. He rejects the eating of meat. He is openly homosexual. He wants to turn humans into hackable animals, and he is the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. That's Yuval Noah Harari, known as the prophet by Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and Barack Obama. Here we go. This is Yuval Noah Harari. We need to realize that humans are now hackable animals. You can hack them. Okay. Two-way communication system, direct communication system between brains and computers. This is kind of a, the, the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. Okay, he just said that we're going to connect, uh, we're going to turn humans into hackable animals, and we're going to connect human brains to computers. How should we as Christians process that question number two? Well, I, I think one of the guiding tools that we have is the Word of God, and it says in, in Genesis chapter 1 that God made man in his image. So what's really happening here is we want to destroy the image of God uh, in man and, and basically turn him into a bad sci-fi movie. And that's really what's happening. I mean, this guy is a, is a classic example of somebody that would uh, could be pitched in a 1950s or 60s sci-fi movie uh, coming up with things so bizarre as if there's something wrong. Uh, listen, they're, they're operating from, I assume, a position that have not, they have not been hacked. Their brain is not hacked. And so now they're saying, look how brilliant we are without being hacked. Well, then why, do you, why don't you get hacked? Let's see, see how you respond and how you deal with life. And then, then maybe we got, we got a, you know, a benchmark here. Okay, going on the next sound clip here, going back to, uh, again, folks, the Bible has to become a rock in our lives. Because as the, the winds of uh, good-sounding, new-sounding, exciting doctrine, as the winds of change, as the winds of societal pressure, as the winds of pop culture push us around, blow them around, we have to be firmly grounded in the Word of God. That's why I want Pastor Phil to break down the news of the day. So here we go. Well, I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment... I want to thank you for listening to American Faith Battleground. 